What helps in anxiety is to have a balance between directed mode and spontaneous mode, which we could also call adult mode versus child mode if we wanted. If we're unbalanced, if we're stuck in directed mode pretty much all the time, which is very normal in our society, which is a rational, purposeful, serious society, then we can see that this means that the responsibility lies on us to do everything because everything has to be done on purpose. Everything has to be done deliberately. Everything has to be organised. And so it's as if I'm doing a thing on my own, all on my own, that I shouldn't be doing on my own. When I say I shouldn't, I just mean that it's very... Um, doing it all in your own, having responsibility for doing everything all in your own, creates suffering. It's not that we shouldn't do it, it's just that it's, uh, it, it makes for a very um, painful time. And one way to think about this is to think about it in terms of a dance, which I think is um, something Alan Watts talks about. So the, the thing about a dance is there's two people in it. We could say, well, <clears throat> for the purposes of our discussion, we can say there's two people in it. It takes two to tango, as they say. And the thing about the dance is, thing about a dance is that you wouldn't want to be totally in control the whole time. You wouldn't want to be the one who leads all the time. We can do that, but it takes the life out of the dance. If I'm dancing and I have a partner and my partner is um, just goes along with everything I do, there's no real interaction in that dance. There's no life in it. And in terms of a relationship, if we say instead of a dance, a relationship, there's no relationship. There's no relationship there. That is just purely control. And control is the opposite of relationship. So if I want to relate to someone, I can't control them. If I want to relate to the world, I can't control the world. Or I can't control how I see it or what I think about it. I have to let the world speak for itself. And the reason this relates <clears throat> to anxiety is because we can say, and I think this is what Alan Watts says to some, in some way or other, that when there's a balanced existence, balance between spontaneity and directedness, then what this means is that I'm dancing with the universe, so to speak. Like I might think I'm on my own, but I'm never on my own because I'm never not in the universe. So I'm always dancing with the universe. Some of the time I lead, some of the time the universe leads. And when the universe leads, that's called spontaneity. Because I'll say, gosh, I didn't know where that came from. And there's a very subtle um, relationship here because it's shifting between directed <clears throat> and spontaneous. So it's shifting between me leading and the universe leading. And it's this two-way thing that creates life, that creates 
um, relation, a relationship, <clears throat> an actual relationship between me and the universe, which we don't have to have. I don't have to have. I can close off to the universe, and then I have no relationship. So it's not. It's not that we're always in relationship. We can refuse that relationship out of distrust. So the idea of this this metaphor is if I have to be leading the whole time, which is pretty much how we tend to think of things because we're told to take responsibility for everything. We're told to take responsibility for our own mental health very often. But what that means is dancing on your own. If I have to do that, then the life has gone out of it. It's just all about control, and control doesn't work for anxiety. It just makes anxiety work worse, because the more I control, the more I feel that I have to control. And eventually I feel that I have to call it, control everything, but that's too big a job for me. Therefore, I experience um, this phenomenon of just cracking up because I just can't do it. I've reached a limit. And the stress on me is just so great, I can't even continue to do anything. Whereas, if it was a two-way thing, and I was able to let the universe lead somewhere, sometimes, which involves trust, as we were saying, then there will be times where I don't know what to do, but the universe can lead. And that's how it works. That's how it works when there's a balance. So when the balance shifts, so there's too much self-reliance, too much of me taking responsibility, too much of me leading the whole time, too much of me insisting out of fear, essentially, on being in control, then that puts me in the situation where I'm dogged by anxiety. Because anxiety always goes hand in hand with taking on too much responsibility. It's no good me taking on responsibility for, for life. Because I don't know how life works. Nobody knows how life works. But it does work very well if it's allowed to. So this whole idea of allowing life to do its thing and not micromanaging is essential if we're to understand the root causes of anxiety. Now, having said this, it doesn't immediately tell us anything useful, anything that's going to change our situation straight away, because even if I see and understand clearly that it's the imbalance that is the root of the problem, that the root of the problem is me insisting on leading the dance the whole time so that it isn't a dance, it's just me controlling in a futile, counterproductive way. How is that going to help me? How am I? How can how can I use that to um, shift more into spontaneous mode? Because if I try to do that, that's just going to be more controlling on my part, which is going to add to my problems rather than lessen them. So when I try and fix the situation, that always adds. To my problems because me trying to fix the situation is the problem in anxiety. Uh, fixing is my futile counterproductive activity.
the only thing it's good for is creating suffering, essentially. But once we're locked into it, we've lost the ability to let life lead or to let the universe lead. And it's something of a trap, because the more we try to escape from it, the tighter the trap tightens around us. So first we have to understand the nature of this trap, that no purposeful doing can help us extricate, help us extricate ourselves from the prison of purposefulness, obviously. But what does help is just to understand a little bit of how this relates to our childhood experience and the child that is in us, even though not everyone's going to be happy to go along with the inner child idea, but just to tolerate it for a little while, we can see how it does help to make sense of it. So the basic idea is that child mode and spontaneous mode are the same thing. And there's a carefreeness, there's a willingness to um, go along with life without second-guessing it. That is there in us as small children, unless something happens to um, traumatise us and destroy that trust, which can happen often enough, of course. So if we take two cases, the first case is where I am allowed to live my life as a child without any worries, without excess worries, without excess responsibility, which is the deadly thing being put on me. We love to yap on about responsibility, but since um, neurosis is essentially me taking on responsibility for stuff that I shouldn't and don't need to take responsibility for, we can say that this is a highly dubious word in a psychological sense. So if I have a carefree, happy childhood, not necessarily happy, but where I'm not given huge responsibility, then I will have that, um, that quality of spontaneity in me. And even though I'm no longer a child, uh, that, that possibility of spontaneity gives me a kind of strength in life. We, we could say that it gives us resilience, but not in the sense that we usually think of it, because we think of resilience as an adult thing, but it's not. Resilience is that capacity to be spontaneous. But then what often happens is, or what happens often enough, is that we don't get a chance to be that, um, to live our lives as a child without having responsibility put on us. So for whatever reason, one reason might be that my parents weren't able to look after me, so I had to look after them, a kind of switching over of adult adult child role, that can happen. So when that happens, that's the end of the child. Um, that child has to be left to one side and the child has to become an adult very quickly. And there's lots of other reasons how this could happen. Lots and lots. Any very stressful situation that adults are not taking care of will necessitate the child becoming an adult. That's it's just what's needed in the situation. There's no way around it. But later on, what happens is we haven't got that core of spontaneity or playfulness and life becomes very serious and we are relying on adult type behaviour, i.e. fixing behaviour, controlling behaviour. 
making the right decision type behavior to deal with everything and all that stuff is very rigid and it's no good when push comes to shove being an adult doesn't work because what works is being able to be spontaneous and being able to let go and let's letting life lead which it will do it's almost like a guardian angel like we don't have to do it all ourselves there is something else there in the equation which is the whole of everything the universe life whatever you want to call it the thing that is bigger than us and there is a thing that is bigger than us as we would acknowledge if we reflected on it and so it's a bit like having to go on a long walk with two broken legs setting forth on the journey of life without that spontaneous core makes everything so much more difficult and so much more anxiety ridden